right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Before we get rolling here, as I, uh, I'm i about to take Tron to the cleaners drafting our 2020 Ryder Cup teams, we started our last episode with some trivia, courtesy of our friends at Callaway. That was fun. Let's do it again. Here we go. What is the only Masters round in the last 25 years where a player hit all 18 greens in regulation? Who did that? I'm going to have to hurry. I'm not going to wait much longer. The answer is Jim Furyk in the first round in 2009. You can actually watch Jim as well on our latest edition of Wild World of Golf that if you're listening to this podcast, it is live on our YouTube channel. Uh, And if you like golf trivia like this, Callaway's got something fun for you on Friday, April 10th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. They're partnering with FanBeat to put on a 10-minute live golf trivia game where you can play on your phone, your tablet, or computer. Uh, I believe it's exactly like the HQ, the old I, the HQ trivia games. I stopped playing those, but I know a lot of people uh, love playing those for a long period of time. It's the Maverick Majors Trivia Challenge, and there's prizes on the line like a Maverick driver, Jaws wedge, Chrome Soft golf balls, and many more. So get on a spot quickly. The game is going live Friday, April 10th, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, to answer the first question in advance, go to CallawayGolf.com slash FanBeat. That's FanBeat, F-A-N-B-E-A-T. CallawayGolf.com slash FanBeat to be ready for the 10-minute live game happening Friday, April 10th, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Let's get to the pod. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast, another special edition, if you will, which if, if every episode is a special edition, is any episode a special edition? It's a great point. It's a question. But I think this is special. This has never been done before. Extreme circumstances. Uh, Sala here, of course. Uh, my opponent today, Mr. Uh, Tron Carter. Welcome. You know, opponent, but in these in these trying circumstances, also friend. Samuel Ryder would have loved that statement. That's the intent of uh, of of this competition, and we, you know, things are going to get probably a bit hostile today. So we brought in a mediator uh, for today's conversation, uh, which is of course none other than uh, Mr. DJ Pie. Hey guys, glad to be here. Um, excited to to take some concrete steps towards uh, maybe solidifying a little bit of a, a brighter future here. DJ, thanks for thanks for stepping in and. Uh, Appreciate all you do for the game. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. Hey, get here. Take this twenty. Keep it fair. Keep it fair. <laughs> Keep it fair. Well, why don't you uh, tell us about what we're doing? Well, guys, it's a fluid situation, as uh, I think mm-hmm. we've I think we've discussed. The world is in a fluid situation right now. The biennial Ryder Cup matches uh, are currently scheduled for Friday, September twenty fifth to Sunday, September twenty seventh. It's a fluid situation. Do we think the world is going to be back to a recognizable state by then? You know, hopefully, yes. But the qualifying process is is going to be completely upended. We've it's lost gone. it. We've, lost, we've it. lost it. It was on the edge. Uh, it was kind of on the edge, but that's another <laughs> another topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've lost it. So what we're going to do today is, uh, in the spirit of really staging the best uh, hypothetical tournament that we can stage, is to pick twelve captains' picks. I think that's I've been riding hard for this idea. Tron, I know you've been riding hard for this idea, Sally. I forget where you stand on this idea. Oh, for sure. Pro this idea. Of the idea even that better. a point system should, could potentially add a player that you wouldn't want on your team needs to go out the it's window not, immediately. It's not good. And the, the point system is also terrible. So like that, the combination of those two things. It's just yeah, an I'm arbitrary time frame. And- it's so dumb. Some tournaments count. Some don't. Majors are somehow worth 
double if you win it and you already almost get double the money if you win so basically you win a major you're on the team shout out jimmy walker 2016 it's bad it's really bad i don't know how much time you want to spend on this but the idea that and, and captain's default to this of like all right well ninth on the list i got to take him like gosh he's seventh in the world and ninth actually they didn't in 2016 with bubba which was sick but they, they just go default to like well he's got the the, the next most points let's take him and I've, it's so dumb i've got him right where i want him he's already <laughs> throwing half his team under the bus <laughs> no i'm motivating them it's a tactic so so to underscore the point a little bit with so many tournaments being thrown out with so many tournaments being thrown up in the air uh the qualifying process no matter what happens let's say everything stays put with the Ryder cup everything goes on as normal. The qualifying process is just not going to be what we've seen in the past. So you'd fill me in on how realistic there is, but there there's a possible chance that we could be seeing just 12 captain's picks to, to fill out this match in the fall. And for the sake of this episode, we are going to treat that as if it's news. <laughs> it, it is official. We are the 2020 Ryder cup will be played with uh, nothing but captain's picks <laughs> for the sake of this podcast. <laughs> for the sake of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Since neither captain was available to make their picks and lock them in on April 1st, I decided to go with the next best thing, which is to to reach out to a, a representative, a consigliere from each side. For the Americans, choosing for the American team will be Mr. Chris Solly Solomon. Uh, Solly, congratulations on your captaincy. We're going to get to uh, this big moment in just one second. First, let me introduce the guy on the, ender, the other end of the dais here. You know him as Turncoat Tron, a trust fund Tron, uh, a lot of nasty names that American fans have come up for for this guy. But Europe, he's he's huge. He does a ton to support the game over there in Europe. Uh, Tron Carter, Tron, welcome to uh, to this morning's proceedings. Hey, thanks, dude. I, I uh, you know I've been called a lot worse on Twitter after I butchered the U.S. national anthem uh, the other night on on uh, Taurus Sauce season finale of season five so glad to be here i'm sure you you know you and your and your wife and your young son would have knocked out the swedish national anthem with no with no problems yeah i will i will offer that my both my wife and my son have swedish citizenship so that that gives obviously gives Toronto a pass for not knowing the star spangled banner (laughs) uh speaking of the star spangled banner the stars and stripes let's throw it over to our american captain solly Solly, what does the Ryder Cup mean to you? Well, you know, as the Ryder Cup captain here, uh, I will be spending the next uh, two years speaking nothing but platitudes and saying absolutely nothing of importance for, you know, considerable time to come. Mm. I will say the word experience about 38 times, even though there's absolutely nothing statistical that supports the fact that uh, the non-fact that uh, experience matters in this event or that experience plays well. So that's pretty much the run of show. I have nothing but the utmost respect for my competitor. You know, we've had many days dueling uh, on the golf course, and now we go to duel uh, in, in a Ryder Cup, which is uh, a dream come true. I, you know, looking ahead at the captaincies, kind of had a feeling that we would be lined up, and uh, <laughs> what better way to kick off 2020 than to go up against my good friend, Sean Carter. Very, very cool. Um, Solly, of course, these matches will be played in uh, Sheboygan slash Kohler slash Haven uh, slash outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know, as someone who's been to Wisconsin, this must be just huge for you. Well, yeah, who, where are my Packer fans in the room here tonight? Come on, here. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the whole crowd's here. Yes, thank you, guys. Thank you. No, please. Please, let's get to the show. You know, the people of Wisconsin, they're just passionate sports fans. I mean, of course. you know, the University of Wisconsin, just, uh, sl- just down the road. Uh, and man, do they have some great golf courses up there. So to bring this event, to bring the world, really, to Wisconsin, uh, you know, I used to live in an adjacent state in Illinois, sure. so you know how much Wisconsin means to me. Of course. And for some reason, being from that general region means that you're a great leader to go and uh, take a Ryder Cup. Well, team we can't. Though. We can't wait to see what happens. And Tron, on the flip side of that, you know, obviously a, a 
a Lynx master in your own right, uh, season two tour sauce champion, played a lot of Lynx golf. Um, season season four as well. Season four as well. Thank you. You know, clearly it's just a very Lynx style golf course we're going to see here at Whistling Straits. Talk to me about how this this must just harken back to your many, 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 many trips overseas. Listen, for sure, on <laughs> at least on the surface it does. Pretty sticky grass up there. Doesn't really play like a Lynx. It's like a fake Lynx. It would be sick if one of the captains just came out and was like, yeah, listen, that's bullshit, man. Like, that's not true. That's not yeah. how this goes. Well, the, the Straits course is not links, but the Irish course up there right. is, is an yeah, Irish course. course Sorry. So Anyways, Charles, like I, I cut you. I would so. like to point out, though, that, you know, September, late September in Wisconsin on the shores of, uh, you know, Lake Michigan, correct? Correct. Hey. Uh, <laughs> studying his American job. geography. Um, is, you know. If, if you guys could have seen the lack of confidence <laughs> on his face as you said that. All bets are off. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of variables that can be added with, with the weather, which, you know, I, I think we all know that the U.S. team, they're not mutters. Sure. We're not talking about, you know, a beautiful course on the shores of the Red Sea. Of course. <laughs> Breathtaking views. Breathtaking yeah. views, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So Actually, it's kind of breathtaking views. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to talk seriously about Whistling Straits for but a if second? It, or if it's we... cloudy, are they really breathtaking views? Let's let's okay. That, I'm the, I'm moderating, so I'm gonna I'm gonna steer us in this direction. Let's talk about Whistling Straits sure. because we're gonna pick two hypothetical teams here, and I want to know how the course factors into your decision. Um, solid. We had a chance to go there about six months ago um, as a uh, a bit of a scouting trip for some videos that will roll out. Uh, at some point when the world be- returns to normalcy. Which I think is bullshit that you guys were able to go on a <laughs> scouting trip. and It's open to the public, Tron. You can go at any <laughs> time you like. What did you see from the golf course, and uh, and how did that impact your, your team selection? I would say, you know, I wish, I would love a little more say in the destinations we choose. I think it's a, okay, good golf course for my team. I think there's others that would fit better. You know, I think... The step that the Europeans took in 2018 towards course setup, design, and and selection, I would have you know would have encouraged me to steer even more the other way. So you want to set it up like a pro am? Those are your words. Those are definitely your words. Um, I think if the if the weather is an element, uh, the the match. I, I think it's going to be very similar to Kiowa. I would say Pete Dye Golf Course that is very difficult and. That can favor the Europeans. As easy as we could potentially set it up, I don't want to give too much away in kind of what we're thinking with the setup. You know, <laughs> it, it can we can try to shift that more towards our advantage. For some reason, that's allowed in this event. Um, I still do not understand why. Or Imagine how. if like the NBA uh, the coaches got to set like you either put like weird floor. shit behind the behind the backboard, or you got to put the hoops at different heights or something. Solly wants everybody to get a trophy. Wants everybody on his team to get a trophy. I do want everyone on my team to get a trophy. That's kind of the idea of this competition, <laughs> I think. So, yeah, Tron, how does your philosophy differ from that? <laughs> well, first of all, there's only one trophy. Kind of a no eye team it's, situation. Yeah, and it's a it's a cup. Right. It's not not really people a trophy. For, people forget that. Yeah, but you know, but also, yeah, like shit should be hard. Why? These are the best players <laughs> in the world. Response. You know, the margins should be thin. I'm okay with hard. I think neutralizing and squeezing the life out of the excitement of an event is going too far the opposite direction. Do we think it's going to be hard? No, I don't think it's going to be hard. I, I think, think it's I think I, it's I, hard for a 20 handicap. I think if you played every hole back yeah. and if the wind blows, if the it's wind, going to be that, tough. That's the the big factor, I think. I mean, these these greens 
are difficult to come into when there's wind elements yes. to it. Right. Um, and because you can't, there's no, uh, there's not really options. And, you know, to turn the serious hat on for a second, just like slap anyone that calls it a lynx because the, these greens don't present you an opportunity to approach them with run-up shots in a lot of situations. So it is going to be more of an aerial game. Like a lot of golf courses uh, that uh, true links courses are almost always based on how the wind plays going to give you a ability to run a shot up if you're downwind. Uh, and that's just not the case here. So if the, if the, if the wind doesn't blow, I mean, shit at the 2015 PGA, Jason day shot 20 under on this golf course. Like it, it doesn't have to be difficult. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of flexibility uh, on the captain's side in determining that. So and we'll see how that goes. too, right? There's, there's we a have going to get to that. Yeah. Wait, are we going to talk about setup more here? Oh, we're sure. going to talk about what I'm going to do. Well, we, let's start there. Okay. What, 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 you know, this is an unprecedented gonna, move for Ryder Cup. Are you going to cut down all the, all the native? <laughs> Listen, this <laughs> is to a, that, I would say, what native? <laughs> I think it's already gone, but it has been destroyed. You know, there's not a ton of native grass out there. When we were out there, you could hit it kind of almost wherever you wanted to off the tee to, a to, a, to an extent. Yeah. 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 Like, it, but that's where pros think, hit it. It's yeah. not, you're not hitting. That's the reason why scores are so low. Like the, the, this golf course for a 20 handicap is a complete nightmare because if you're topping balls, if you're, if you're spraying them way, right, you're in very, very thick grass where pros hit it. That thick grass does not come into play, especially for a match play event. It's not much right. of a determinant. So fairways are plenty wide out there. We're going to keep it that way. We are going to be flexing tees quite a bit, um, depending on the wind situations. You know, my goal is to put, you know, I, I think, you know, Rory, maybe Rom, they're kind of in a different category when it comes to length. But when you look at my lineup, uh, situations where, you know, maybe potentially more of my guys are have abilities to cover bunkers than the Europeans do is going to be kind of where we're looking to gain some of those margins. Sure. So uh, there's a lot of charting going on. We're going to get real creative. We might... You know, we might be playing from the red tees, one of the holes. We might be playing from on it from a tee on another hole. There is no rule against that. I never thought about that. Cross country holes. You know, we've considered ideas where you know, like you play maybe even like a par five. We might make a par th- turn into a par three one day. You know, with a secret tee that we won't tell the Europeans about. I took what happened in 2018 very personal, and it, this is going to be my revenge. I can Let me imagine just say, you setting up holes where you're forced to play it off of a hospitality tent sure <laughs> absolutely. absolutely i know your team is very very comfortable doing that sort absolutely. of thing there's going to be li- you you'll have to really look to see it but like targets will be added above hospitality tents that's the only way to get to a certain pin is by banking it off of it i mean i learned that some of this from paul azinger you know he talked about his course setup in the 2008 Ryder cup and you know he watched the europeans in practice rounds and they're putting to all the corners of the greens you know and he turned gets t- uh to his assistant or someone and just says Put the pin right there, put it right there, put it right there, right in the center of the green. These, so these guys are gonna be so nervous they can't spit. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say, you know, from an outsider's uh viewpoint, it's it's very refreshing to see a captain taking it so seriously, finally. Oh and, and putting this kind of thought into it. So thank you. I forget who it was on was on the pod uh somewhat recently, and I maybe maybe even was Zinger, but when asked about captaincy or setup or any of this. Uh, maybe it was even Brad Fax. I forget. But he, he asked somebody from the PGA of America, like, does it matter to you if we win? And the guy acted like somewhat offended. Like, of course it matters. He's like, okay, well, you wouldn't do things the way that you're currently doing. <laughs> like this ceremonious captain thing and just all the dumb stuff that goes into it. Like, you wouldn't do that if you, if you only cared about winning. Right. So 
we're going to cut some of that riffraff out. Well, speaking of winning, I know, you know, a massive part of any of these wins and losses is the assistant captains that are in uh, in the team room. The ass captains. That are, that are driving the carts, that are uh, how many, making sure everybody's wearing the same belts. How many do I get? Stuff. I, don't, I don't care. Have as okay. many as you want. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's whatever you want. <laughs> Sick. Let's put, let's say no more than 20. Okay. <laughs> how about that? I, can, I got to whittle it down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a huge, huge part of the announcements really stretching this thing out over, over the course of a couple of years here. Uh, Solly, why don't, why don't you start with your, uh, let's say, let's hear two of them. Two of your assistant captains. Well, the first... And, and my, why, of course. My first captaincy pick, um, he's going to be leading our security operation for the week as well. Um, he will be also head of communications, uh, and he will also be in charge of uh, his own fire squadron. And uh, he, of course, will be going out of the code name The Cat for the week, but uh, Mr. Tiger Woods will be uh, having a pod, and he will be running the comms uh, while playing as well. He's going to be wearing the earpiece. I felt like that kind of held him back a little bit at Royal Melbourne. That's not illegal. Well, that's against not, the rules. Not, not my current rules. <laughs> well, rules yeah, change, but you're, but no, you're not changing the rules of golf. Read the yeah, fucking captain's change, agreement, bud. dog. You signed it already. <laughs> rules change, bud. Uh, so that Mr. Mr. The Cat, as uh, will be referred to from here po- this point forward, uh, will be taking over Fire Squadron. A The A Fire Squadron. Well, you did. You kind of slipped in a very, uh, a very loaded word there, which was pod. So clearly you will be going towards some sort of pod system. We will be going towards a pod system and actually um, will be kind of all encompassing some ideas that I've heard, you know, from a person in particular to try to establish some continuity going forward. Uh, not So I'm not just looking for the 2020 Ryder Cup. Uh, we are looking for a certain formula going forward for the foreseeable future. Sure. Excellent. Would you like me to continue with more? Yeah, one, one more assistant would be great. Um, I believe he asked for two. Oh, I do apologize. It's his first time. If you have two, do you really have one? <laughs> the second pod leader uh, will be Mr. Philip Alfred Mickelson. His group will not be a fire squadron, but it will be uh, an investor group, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will be leading a that fund one. fund of sorts. <laughs> yes, he will be leading that one. And that's all I can say about that one currently. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Tron couple of assistant captains from you and, and why they, they felt like they needed to be in the locker room. Yeah, before I get to assistant captains, I want to shout out. I got my my statistician team, 15th club. Of course. Um, and, you know, so they'll be doing a lot of work for me. We've shout out to, to Justin Ray and, and, and all the fellas. Uh, Westwood's going to be my team room manager. Westwood okay. and uh, Thorbjorn Olison will be team room and uh, – you know, post uh, celebration and all that. What what um, was the culture you're really looking to? Well, they're to cultivate. Yeah, I'm there. trying to keep them kind of keeping everybody loose, but yeah. also you know more focused on the end result, not the process. Is, trying to keep uh, them out of the process. I I asked this only as a journalist, but are there any probation standards that uh, Mr. Olson's under that that would keep him from being in the United States or anything like that, or it, has all that been cleared up? I believe all that's been cleared up. Okay, cool. Where's Jamie Donaldson in all this? He is our chief pastry officer. <laughs> So someone like Westwood, for instance, does yeah. he um, <laughs> does he uh, you know, does he have any any type of role like specificity in his role? Is is there Westwood kind literally of a line he, situation? He hangs out in the team room and also hangs out with all the the wags. Okay, so he keeps all the wags you know occupied and, and entertained and all that. No, 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 not stealing anybody's girl. He's he's just providing. Alcohol and hanging out in the hot tub and all that. And just stuff. A, just an ambiance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, keeping everybody loose. But so those are those aren't my assistant captains. <laughs> Eddie Pepperell is going to be my lead assistant. Um, he and Padraig will be kind of handling a lot of the golf stuff for me. And then Toto Wolf 
will be uh, um, introducing a new position, team principal from uh, Formula One. He is the uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, Patronus team, you know, principal slash CEO for the Formula One team. And I'm really, really impressed with the job he's done with them and think some of those principles that he can bring over to our team would be much, much appreciated. He's organized, strategic, big fan. And just, just for the golf media assembled here, that was Toto Wolf or Toto Wolf. Wolf? Toto Wolf. T-O-T-O? T-O-T-O. W-O-L-F-F. That's his actual name? Toto Wolf. We are not in Formula One anymore, bud. Holy smokes. And then I'm also going to have Keimer and Monty as assistant captains. Damn it, I was ready to roast you for not having Monty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just a word about what those guys bring. Yeah, I mean, Keimer, you know, pretty good record at this course. Uh, He's he's got some strategy to add. Guy made a million dollars. Add to the mix. And then, uh, yeah, Monty's going to be in charge of the, uh, the culinary operation. For us, <laughs> working Custer in concert Castle. with the with the pastry chef, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Solid. Who who rounds out your your assistant captains, your ass captains? Well, you know, I I did kind of uh, throw some jabs at the at the term experience, but I do want a captain that uh, has experience actually running the show. You know, as a first time captain myself, I can't see around the corner. I don't know what 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 traps are waiting for me. Uh, and I want someone that is able to implement this kind of pod-ish system better than I can. And the one guy that has gone outside the box uh, as a U.S. captain uh, that's not named Hal Sutton uh, in recent years is Mr. Paul Azinger. So I'm bringing him in uh, no to handle all those roles. He's the most cutthroat, I think. He's going to help me the most in terms of maybe literally cutting some throats, but also <laughs> just cutting the rough. And he knows a thing or two about setup, what kind of setup where we can get those advantages. I'd like to pretend like I know a lot of those things, but he's good relationship with the players. And, you know, if he needs a tree limb taken out, it gets taken out. Uh, If I may, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the Ryder Cup still on NBC? It is. So if you could just speak to maybe the downstream effects of uh, viewers will not have their lead analyst in the booth anymore with uh, as you're selfishly hogging him for your team room. Well, it's in our hearts. It's in their blood. Imagine that for three days, and that's what you're missing. So he's got. He also hates Europeans. Yes, which is a big, big plus for Sally's team. Yes, and also a, a role I will be passing on um, and not taking the brunt of myself um, as the lead captain. I just I want to be focused on the competition, right? And I, this this whole thing turns into one big media tour, big media circle jerk, if you will. So I wanted somebody who is you know decisive, committive, committive. Is that a word? Committed, committed, committed. Sure, that works. See, I'm not the media guy. All right, <laughs> speaks well. Thank and you for nominating me. I'd be honored to do it. Can That'd represent us very well. Uh, we're going to take Mike Wan. Oh wow! This might be some recency bias in the sure. pod we just recorded with him, but uh, I want him handling all media, all press. Con- he can go on Faraday. He can do. He can be, you know, the figurehead of this. If for all I care, uh, all I care about is getting that W. John, you should get. Uh, I know he's not technically European, but uh, that guy who was the White House press secretary for like six days spicer no the mooch oh the mooch <laughs> you should get the mooch as your as your media no guy. i think i think um you know just for the record i'm not planning on relinquishing my role here we're trying to build a dynasty me and toto and uh eddie pepperell is going to do all, all, all my media for me excellent well. yeah there you have it. well uh just a few more things i think we'd want to get to before we actually get into the to the actual team solid there's of course much more that goes into the Ryder cup than just uh you know, three days of golf. There's there's a lot of events. There's galas, galas, galas. Uh, 
there, there's all t- all types of speaking engagements, everything. If you give us a, a bit of a run of show of what what your players can expect, what Tron's players can expect, uh, and how you might be changing the uh, the the week the week of process. You know, I, I don't have a ton I can share at this point. I do. I can tell you that things will. Of course, be- setup you're happy to talk about, but this you'd like to keep keep under wraps. I, you know, our team will know. I think that it, kicking off the week with something like the the opening ceremonies is, of course, you know, a tradition that I'm happy to uphold. I, I don't think I want our teams mingling and and too many other distractions after that. Uh, I think my that's that's my way of reaching across the aisle and saying that I think uh, more time for the teams individually. Uh, to hope that they play their best golf uh, gives us the best chance at an entertaining competition. Do you think? So, do you think the American captain could sign the European t- team up for a bunch of events that they had to do? I think it kind of is how it goes. Like I you, mean, like the PGA of America and European Tour organized like this gala, and like, sure. some of that stuff has fallen off over the years because it's like, wait, what are we doing here? Yeah. Why are we driving an hour into Charleston in limos <laughs> and getting in car accidents before the event even starts? I'd but, also like to. Uh, Name an honorary assistant captain, please. I was hoping so. She will not be allowed in our team room or anything like that. But I just I want to honor her effect and uh, you know really uh, the touch that she's had on this event is Justine Reed. Rice. <laughs> uh, Justine Reed. Yes. You think that European Tour member? Uh, sure. Her husband. So yeah, Justine Reed. Legit. Almost had her as, a, as an assistant captain. As a as a pod leader, yeah. your uh, you know your your loss looks to be Tron's gain. So that was a, a trade I was willing to make. I team, knew I could team Europe one up. Uh, could, oh, before we kick off the festivities too, I'd like to uh, proud to announce the Team USA's uh, new clothing partnership with Original Penguin. Of course, we will be bringing a party boy element to uh, some of the scripting. There'll be lots of blues um, <laughs> and uh, you know just so be, just a whole new look for the the US team. That's going to really signify the new era. Excellent. I love. I thought that was an ad read. I thought you were no, transitioning. Into no, that's an ad a, read. no, that's oh, okay. not. Absolutely not. All right, great. Uh, well, yeah. Shout out to original language. <laughs> uh, all right, shall we get into it? Let's do it. Before we do um, with the teams as well, just want to add that of course, of course, we will be switching to the Presidents Cup style of deciding matchups. Oh, of course, of course. Listen, that's I'm all for that. It has to happen. And, and to, to, happen. to reiterate what that is for the for the listeners, uh, one team puts up. You know, a match, and then the other team has to decide who they're putting up against that match instead of the blind draw, which is the current setup. Which is dumb and lame. There were also, you know, I, I had a feeling that would be well-received. I have a feeling my next step might not be that well-received. The second, the afternoon wave of rounds uh, will be starting a bit earlier than uh, than in the past. Okay, so... There will be some time for guys in the early groups to also play in the afternoon, but we're going to put that depth to test. So there wow. will be some matches that are kicking off in the afternoon uh, that you know. I don't. I don't. For, I don't think that the team captain, the host team captain, can dictate the. Honestly, I'm worried about schedule. daylight this time of year. You know, uh, up in up in Wisconsin, and I'd hate to see this thing go to a Monday finish. It's a concern. Um, so uh, I, it's it's in the best interest of everyone involved. Uh, that we get this event in, in three days. Cool. Our first guys out are just going to beat the shit out of you. And <laughs> these matches early. That's certainly subjective. It's uh, That would be sick is if you were banking on your guy winning so early that you put him out in a match that was set to start before he finished his first one. That would be could be the TC way. All right, let's get into it. Without further ado, we had a coin flip, of course, backstage. Uh, Solly, congratulations. Thank you. You, you will be uh, going first. Not that you guys are really drafting from the same pool of players, but... Uh, what I'd love to hear is your first pick. We, of course, are going to have 12 guys on each side. Uh, I'd love to hear your first pick. 
Uh, and maybe even what pod or squadron or uh, investment mutual fund they'll be put into. So that's one thing I want to make clear before we get going here. The reason I'm bringing Zinger in here is I, I don't know the personality, the relationships between all these guys. Okay, I'm not going to pretend to be that guy. I am sure. going to surround myself with guys that do know the inner workings of these relationships. And I trust that we are going to have a beautiful fallout and everyone's going to fall into four nice, uh, three nice categories. With that in mind, the first guy I'm going to take, coming off a fantastic performance at the President's Cup, I've been assured every reason to believe he's going to be fully healthy come September. And that, of course, he's going in the Cats fire squad, and he is the Cat himself. So he will be a playing assistant captain, uh, Mr. Tiger Woods. Feels like a no-brainer. You know, anything else you want to say about what he brings to the team or, uh, you know, probably the, the, the greatest gonna, player of all time. I'm just going to so. remind you guys, it's you know not an easy course to walk. It's cold, potentially windy. We might be doing some climate control up there as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Are you gonna give the guys carts next time too? I hadn't thought of that. But thank you for the idea. That is a <laughs> tremendous idea. How about the fact that he WD'd from the players before he knew all the COVID nineteen stuff was gonna go down? He knew. The cat knew. Makes you think. All right, listen. I don't know what else we could say about the cat. He's the cat. Yeah. So congratulations on having the cat, uh, Tron. Your first pick, please. Yeah. Um, but before we finish that, I always wanted to say this for Shizzle. <laughs> it's the first pick. First guy needs no introduction. Dusted scam champ in, at the Walker Cup in uh, 2017 at LA Country Club. T6 Saudi Arabia this year. Similar <laughs> similar uh, look at the Red Sea as we'll be having to Lake Michigan. He's got five second-place finishes in the last two years. Number 67 player in the world. Big shot Bob McIntyre. Wow. Uh Talk to me about making him your first choice and really setting the tone with Bob McIntyre. Yeah, I think I know uh, the resume speaks for itself. You know he's he's only he's only what twenty three years old, I think. We can fact check that real quick. Um, hold on one sec. All right, Robert McIntyre. Yeah, born nineteen ninety six, age twenty three. Went to college at McNeese State University down in Louisiana, which always... we don't have to tell you much about the program down there. Well, you know, you, you know the fact that you can go from Oban, Scotland to McNeese State and guy can play anywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're 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 very uh he's had he's got one professional win um which was the Kuwait Championship in 2017 and then T6 at his first and only major appearance last I, year I, of course at the uh at uh, Portrush. I do also think it's heady since uh Solly will obviously be putting Kyle Stanley on his team to to put the guy who who tried to end Kyle Stanley's life uh last year at the Open Championship for the no four call. Well that and you know he beat the again he beat the shit out of Cam Champ. <laughs> Not on my team just for the record. <laughs> like you know so he's got Walker Cup experience playing on foreign soil. And yeah, he's he's shown that he's not he's not afraid to back down. And he yells four. Yeah. Or no, he he won't back down. He's right. not afraid of the of the thing. And he yells four. And he yells four, which is, which is huge. Big. All right. Uh very uh not who I was expecting, but I, I love hearing the rationale. Solly, your second pick, please. I'm gonna go with a guy that I could I, I well I'm gonna run right back out there with Mr. Woods. They had great success again in Royal Melbourne. Um this is a very obvious pick as well. One of the best players in the world, Mr. Justin Thomas. Of course. Listen, of course. You know, you've gotten to know JT. I, I you know, I, I know you mentioned uh you're not familiar with the inner workings of uh, uh, the interpersonal relationships of everybody on the team, but JT's a guy you've, you've gotten to know a bit. What talk to us about him? What's what's he like? Uh, you know, off the course. Um, let the people in a little bit here. You know, he's the same guy off the course that he is on the sure. court. You know, he, he's you know people often ask me, you know, who are the best the best hangs out there, and he's one of them. He's he's the one the guy that doesn't treat himself like he's a famous professional golfer at any point, and 
is just a you know a good casual guy to hang out with. You know, I look to, to in, in trying to match up guys in their relationships with other guys for how they're going to play in foursomes, right? And these guys have foursomes experience. You know, there's always a lot of uncertainty and maybe not enough attention paid to the golf ball and how guys play different guys' golf balls. Mm. Uh, he was able to make the adjustment to Tiger's golf ball uh, in, at Royal Melbourne. And uh, their experience, obviously, they were a, a very formidable team down there. And uh, their experience, you know, running through the internationals at Royal Melbourne with that in that exact foursome format makes me think they can do it again. Uh, so just for my own edification, of course, he will be playing under the Cats and the squadron. Cats squadron. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Tron, pick number two, please. Yeah, I'd like to go back to Robert McIntyre and <laughs> talk a little bit more about what I saw there. Um, I've, just, I've been Googling this guy the last few minutes. It turns out it's actually <laughs> no, it was a I great was pick. I've been, I've been up since 6 a.m. this morning doing research. Um, you know, second place finish at the 2018 Finnish Challenge. Um, <laughs> a lot of people forget about that one. Second place at the Foshan Open in, um, in China in 2018. And then, um, you know, tied for second at the British Masters in 2019, second at the Maiden Denmark, six at the Open Championship, T2 at the Porsche European Open. TC, I wouldn't be doing T4 my job if I at didn't the point Italian out. Open. I'm hearing I mean, a lot of second places. I'm hearing a lot of fourth yeah. places. I'm not hearing a lot of wins. Listen, it's just sample size. Okay. You know, he's 23. Sure. What what more do you want? Well, listen, I mean as the Americans just threw out JT, you know, a, a prodigious winner in in his young years. You know, it's 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 interesting is all. Okay. Uh, I I'm interested to hear who you're coming up with with uh, pick number 2. Yeah, pick number 2 top 30 in the world guy went three and zero at the 2018 Eurasia cup, which is something else that we really look at. We look at Eurasia cup. We look at Walker cup. We look at performance in national opens and we look at the trophy Hassan too. <laughs> Formula one. Um, Tyrrell Hatton. Oh, talk to, uh, listen, uh, everybody obviously saw him uh, in the cauldron at Bay Hill. Talk to me about how much that performance kind of influenced your decision to, to put him on this team. Yeah, that, I mean, you know, certainly kind of an aerial golf course. You got to hit, you gotta commit to lines off the tee, and then you gotta, you know, really bring it with the irons. So, just nails. I mean, the guy, and he's and he's a he's a nutcase, which I dig, which like, we like. Yeah, bit of Ryder Cup experience. He's if a I'm dog, not mistaken, right? He played in the 2018. I'm really loving the the potential ability for uh, the top two guys on Tron's team to get flustered because it seems like Bob McIntyre gets quite <laughs> flustered quite yeah. easily. And gosh, Tyrrell Hatton, I don't know how he's gonna handle the U.S. galleries. That's gonna be interesting to see. Oh boy, this is good. Well, exciting. I mean, if you you know, Tyrrell was beloved down at uh, down at Bay Hill. People were really taking. I to think him. people really might be different at the Ryder Cup. It might be slightly different. I don't think he'll have quite as warm of a reception. Uh, I do think the middle finger uh, endeared him to some American fans, but you know, I I, I think gotta think people are going to put country before. I'm expecting you know, plenty more of those middle fingers. That's that's true. Uh, Solly, please continue. Pick number three. Uh, we're going to stick in this. Uh, what, what we're penciling in is Tiger's fire squad. Sure. Okay. Um, it's a fluid situation. It is a, is a fluid situation. We're going to go with P. Um, <laughs> is this Cantley or Reed? So it is going to be PC. It's going to okay. be Mr. Cantley. Um, unbelievable player that I think would have been a great addition to the 2018 team. I was campaigning pretty hard for him to be a part of that team. Um, and I, I think we're going to see him on every team basically for the next 10 years. I think we're only scratching the surface of what he's going to accomplish out in the PGA Tour. Uh, I think he's a tremendous, tremendous match play player. When you're when you're campaigning for these guys to be on the team, talk to me about how that process goes. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly me in my bathroom, in my mirror, just like, this come on, bullshit, take him, man. take him. Uh, no, just pointing out, you know, what guys have done that, you know, it's hard to break through in this weird network 
uh, of hierarchy that the U.S. seems to have your buddy system put together. Yeah, you guys a, have a buddy system. It's, you, I, re, I refuse to acknowledge the term "you guys." Uh, we're changing things around here. Um, Turning the battleship, but it's around. hard. To, yeah, it's hard to get. You, it's hard to get through if you don't break the door down with your play as a as somebody that's never been on a team. It's hard to get a captain's pick. So, and he's not really a guy that really would campaign for one himself. So he, he was just a quieter guy that probably, he was on the radar, I'm sure, but I'm sure no captain felt any pressure to pick somebody like him. A lot of people, you know, when they do become captain's picks, there's a lot of texting that goes into it. You know, now with this being all captain's picks, your phone must be just in fuego. Right yeah, now a lot with, of text, a lot of, uh, we may get to that a little later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, Webb Simpson on the team. Uh, team Europe. Tron, your third pick, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think this guy needs any any sort of introduction either. If you can't figure it out yet, I'm backloading my stuff. Sure. And I'm going to, you know, we're going to get down to some of the important, tough decisions here at the end. But, you know, I'm trying to give give a little bit of uh, of a bump to some of my rookies or some of my young guys here. So uh, world number 82, again, needs no introduction. Matthias Schwab. <laughs> okay. Austrian. Just- are you drafting for the junior Ryder Cup team or the Ryder Cup team? <laughs> no, he's, he's 25 years old. You know, again, played really well last year in, in national opens. And then, you know, T3 at the BMW International, T9 at the Made in Denmark, T9 at the Trophy Hassan. Uh, One T, or two. T4 at the Italian Open, two. T4 at the WGC HSBC Champions, and T2 at the Turkish Airlines Open. So... Really consistent player. People have said that, that, that he reminds them a lot of Bernhard Longer. And, uh, you know, 25-year-old Austrian. That was the uh, – was that the three-way playoff at uh, Turkish Airlines Open? Was that the one that was, like, under the lights where they finished? Who could say? Yeah, again, who could say? <laughs> I know he, he lost to the rib at the HSBC. I think the HSBC is probably a pretty pretty similar course to what we're looking at up in Wisconsin. You hate Straits that here. event, though. I know I do, but, you know, it's a pretty similar course, I think. Okay. Uh, um, also, you know, you couldn't find you couldn't find any of the European tour guys that were actually successfully manipulating the world ranking system. <laughs> no, I went I went for the guys that were really you know. Okay, this guy's consistent, and he went to the finals of the British Amateur, lost in the finals, which I know means a lot. Twelve, yeah. Uh, again, I, I don't. You know, the results are great, and uh, it, it's impressive to beat big fields. But a lot of I'm, I'm hearing a lot of runners up on your team, uh, and and I'm I'm. I'm pointing that out as a red flag, as as a friend and as a as a confidant. Again, th- these would be my captain's picks, even if we weren't doing all captains' picks. Sure, you know what I mean. So I'm trying I'm trying to get get these guys out there, get them comfortable, and then we'll announce the big guys later on. Here. I see. Okay, you know any anything? I don't want to put you on the spot, but I, I've not watched Matthias Schwab uh, play much golf. Ma- Matthias. Matthias Schwab. There you go. Uh, anything you can say about his game? What what he does well? Tron walked 72 holes with him last year at the Austrian <laughs> Open, and I uh, was just really impressed with what he saw. Yeah, I mean, he, he went to Vanderbilt, uh, so he's very, very... Um, Musically inclined? No, that would that'd be Belmont. Oh, Belmont. Um, you know, comfortable playing in the U.S. He was joint third in the individual competition in both the 2016 and 2017 NCAA Division One championships. <laughs> I don't believe this answers... Qu- I don't mean to do your job here, Fred. I don't believe yes. that answers question. Well, no, like I said, it's it's very possible that you're. I know you're working with the fifteenth club. I know you're a big data guy. It's, yeah. it's very possible you don't have a good. You haven't seen him up close very much. So I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I just don't know much about his game. I know he's a good driver of the golf ball. Okay, and just just hits a shitload of greens. I love it. Live right. look at the fifteenth club monkey meme. <laughs> <laughs> 
per your question earlier, he was part of that uh, massive playoff with yeah. uh, Tyrell Hatton, Hatton, yeah, Benjamin Abair, Kurt Kitayama, Victor Perez, and Eric Van Rooy. Exactly. It was. Uh, we watched it in the in the Mid Pines Clubhouse the morning we were uh, filming that episode. Shout out to Original Penguin. Solly, I believe we're filling out the Cat Squadron. Yeah, right? we are. I think, uh, gosh, I might be making some changes to my team just to uh, to have a little more fun with this. I Give want, some I want guys the, a chance. I want the competition to be close and fun. Um, Again, I, I, my, I, we haven't gotten any of my killers yet. So I'm going to you know, round out. This is an easy one, an easy nickname uh, to round out this squad squad with, and that's the X-Man. We're, we're taking Xander. Uh, somehow has never played on a Ryder Cup team, which seems insane. I think his, his game fits any style of course. Uh, he hits it super high, and this kind of golf course favors that. And uh, I think he and Cantley made a great team. They, they made an okay team at Royal Melbourne, and I'd like to see them try it again. They're comfortable with each other, clearly. And uh, that's that's my that's my guys. Maybe the best player in the world that uh, nobody ever calls the best player in the world. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't quite say that. But yeah, he's a very <laughs> I, good I mean player. That, I mean that uh, he might be the best player that nobody ever says is the best player. Okay. You know what I mean? Gotcha. He, yeah, he's, yeah. he's very good. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a big... Uh, Miss on your part not to have his dad as an ass captain. That's a great point. Complete alpha. You handle your team, I'll handle mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of your team, Tron, let's go to your fourth player. Yeah, I'm going to go with my last, you know, young buck, here, if you will. <laughs> young Hove. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. All right. Mr. Victor Hovland. I assume you, you didn't mean. Yeah, he needs, he needs no, no introduction. Anything else you want to say about him? I mean, it's no. just. <laughs> Next fucking topic. Uh, so, yeah, and he won the Puerto Rico Open lately, so he's, he's a winner. That's too. right. Thank you. Uh, that so is I, a wonderful transition to the next group, which is uh, Phil Mickelson's investor group. We're going to be straight hitting bombs in this group. <laughs> winner of the Puerto Rican Open, Tony Finau. Oh Come on down. Talk to me about some of his other wins. Um, we do not have time remaining <laughs> in the show to cover the rest of the wins. Uh, but you don't need that in in Ryder. You know, you you kind of been ribbing Tron a little bit on a couple runner up finishes. You don't necessarily need to win stroke play events to be a great match play player. He was, uh, you know, for a golf course that did not fit his style of play at all in France. He went out there and I believe went two and one. I know he had a winning record and was one of the lone bright spots. Uh, I campaigned very hard for him, uh, of course, as you know, to get a spot on the team. And he kind did. Of a win some, lose some. Got the last spot, and uh, he's coming with us to Hazel t- or to uh, Whistling Straits. I don't uh, understand why you say that that course doesn't suit his style of play. He's an accurate driver of the golf ball. He, he's comfortable hitting long irons. Roy McIlroy was hitting irons off of par fives because the fairways were so narrow. No, I, I know, was, but I'm saying a, I think Finau, it's a misnomer to say that he's just a, a bomb and gouge or – inaccurate off the tee i think i think that that course actually did favor his, his style of play i would respectfully disagree but listen f- fellas we're not here to relitigate this for guys that hit it that far Paris. the just the dispersion that those fairways allowed for is tighter than what a, a pro's natural dispersion is going to be so even if he hits a very good tee shot there was a good possibility it was going to roll into the rough on one of those sides but i think a golf course that fits that fits you know that allows his driver to go almost uninhibited is much better but he's got a distinct advantage hitting a three or a four iron off the tee. Listen, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Tron, let's let's move on to you. Anything else you want to say about Mr. Fino? Nope. I think it was a great point that you know you can't give away matches at the Ryder Cup and expect to win matches. Essentially, yeah. you know, seems uh, like Solly's loading up on cats. A lot of cats. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you didn't put him in the, in the cat, cat squadron. <laughs> <laughs> cats don't get along that well with each other, so you know you got to separate them. Uh, Tron, 
Give us player number five from Team Europe. This guy, of course, needs no introduction. <laughs> um, he's proud to partner with Morgan Stanley. Sure. Justin Rose. Almost left, left him off the squad. But, um, but yeah, look back at his record. You know, he's a part of the squad. As, uh, as someone who, you know, I know you're a tinkerer, you're, you're a certified master fitter as far as equipment goes. Uh, any concerns about his Onma uh, clubs and, and some of the discrepancies and some of the uh, potential falling outs that are, that are going on over there? No, absolutely not. Me- meaning, if, I, I let me rephrase the question. Would you completely back him down and and force a set of clubs into his hand that you think would be a good fit? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Isn't he no longer with Anma? Next question. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. it, it, there's a lot of uncertainty going on. I'm, I'm curious if Tron sees himself as maybe someone who could fill that void and help uh, clear up some of the, the uncertainty there. Again, yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Not a lot of time, I don't think, needed on my next pick. One of the best players in the world. Also in the in this bombs division, uh, of course, we are talking about Brooks Kepka, And he will be a strong contributing member. He was amazing at Hazeltine. Uh, and we are going to set this golf course up to look a lot like that one. Uh, and a lot, and not very much so like France, where he struggled. So, As someone who admittedly doesn't follow uh, pro golf as closely as they uh would like to project that they do is Brooks hurt? What's going on with Brooks? Is he good? His knee needed a little bit of a little bit of work, but he'll be fine come September. Again, you got to remember this. We're talking about an event that's six sure. six months away. Okay. And I've total confidence. I've received a lot of confidence from a lot of people down there in Jupe that say he will be fine. Why uh why put Brooks with uh, the Phil Investment Group? You know, it was a diff- difficult decision. Again, I want to reiterate that these are just the, the squads are just pencils right now. Sure. They're just in pencil, but. Uh, you know, it's been an instinct for a lot of people, myself included, to pair DJ and Brooks together in these team events. And they don't like that. They don't like playing with each other. Uh, the last team event, they got in a fight, actually, and Which had no a one showdown. Talks about. That, yeah. was, that was a wild... Uh, I wish a, we knew more about that. You know, but they, they, that happens from uh, with a couple alphas from time to time. These and, guys are competitors. They, they run hot out there. But their playing styles, from what I've heard, you know, Brooks maybe hits putts a little too hard for DJ. He doesn't, mm. like, doesn't like hitting the comebackers coming back. And... They just don't have that chemistry that you think they might be in good friends. So I had to separate the two of them. And I ended up thinking Brooks and Finau are going to make a decent pairing. And then the other the other pairing within that in that foursome might be – it might be my Hal Sutton move, but we'll find out. All right. Uh, I never thought about that. DJ does hit his – he hits his putts kind of drippy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Tron, please. You're next. Tommy Fleetwood. A no-brainer there. No-brainer mm-hmm. there with Mr. Mm-hmm. – uh, what was he, 4 mm-hmm. one at uh, at Paris, Some, that sounds about right. Did he lose? He lost he his got singles, didn't he? Dusted by Fino, but oh, I think he right, was just right, out of right. gas. Yeah. Well, Tron, I know he's he's one of your three, five favorite players in the in the whole world. Talk to me about what you like about Tommy Fleetwood. Everything, everything. I I love having Fino on the bag, having Fino in the team room as well. Um, yeah, Tommy, just excellent iron player, great driver of the golf ball. No concerns whatsoever with throwing him out there every session. A guy who has, uh, you know, obviously we saw what we saw at the Ryder Cup. Since then, we've seen him in contention. We haven't seen him win a lot. Any any concerns on uh, Tommy in, in big moments recently? None whatsoever. Okay. I I stop asking either. you yes or no questions. They're not they're not paying off really. <laughs> uh, Solly, go ahead. This next pick, I wouldn't say any of my picks are controversial, but maybe is the most controversial uh, to commit to at this point. Again, I want to emphasize how this golf course is going to play. It's going to be a big ballpark. All right. There's going to be a lot. It, it's it's one big blank canvas Justin of a golf Huber. course. Uh, 
somebody that's had a lot of success at this golf course has been very close to winning a major championship. Baghdad Jerry. Here. Mm. Irva. In the bombs division, we are taking Baghdad Jerry Bubba Watson. You know, I, I see where you're going with uh, why that would be controversial, but low-key one of the best players in the world over the oh, last yeah. four months. He's here. played great golf. He's played great. He only plays well in even years to make sure that he's on these exactly. Ryder Cup teams for some reason. Uh, it's a great setup for him. France was obviously a comical setup for him. Uh, but I think he I think he should have been on the team in Hazeltine. I think I said that at the time. It was a great, great golf course for him. They picked Ryan Moore for some reason, who did fine, but not exactly the best golf course fit. So, uh, yeah, we're going to hit some bombs with Bubba. Uh, he's going to take it over that huge dog leg on the fifth hole. We're gonna just going to let him let him go nuts. I uh, I commend you on that pick. I think that's I think that's an Thank interesting you. one, and, and I, I love seeing you go outside the box. Uh, although, you know, how far outside the box, it, you know, is is up for debate. But it's it's interesting to see something a little different. I like uh, it. Box adjacent. Yeah, box adjacent. Tron, take me way outside the box, man. What do you got? I mean, I think I've. I i do not think there is a box. <laughs> on my squad. We're gonna go with Pultz. Pultz has a, a lifetime membership to the European Ryder Cup team. He's just a member emeritus. He's, he's a dog. Yeah. He's a dog. Complete and utter dog. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about the state of his game. Uh, I don't think we've seen much. I don't think we've seen much from him over the last. You know, I don't know since Medina. Really? Well, he got his he got his PGA Tour card back. That's true. After that that weird statistical anomaly that was going on. Yeah, which that was crazy. No, he's he's playing fine. He was T thirty two at API, T twenty seven at Honda, T seventeen at at Saudi, which I know. Uh, we look pretty closely at that's your north. That's your north star. T sixteen at the Omega Dubai Desert Classic, um, you know T thirteen at the Zozo, T sixteen at the at the CJ Cup. All right, so he's he's you know, around, he's hanging. If I was doing transmedia here, I would jump in and say, Ian, you know, when he it comes to Ian Poulter and Ryder Cups, you throw records out. You know, when he when he gets out there against the, the Stars and Stripes, you know, it doesn't matter what his game is. Yeah, like I mean, he was he was he was T six at the twenty nineteen Saudi. As well, so yeah, I mean he's he's gonna peak at the right time. I have no no concerns about Pultz. How do you think he's spending his quarantine? Polishing his cars, many many cars. Yeah, yeah, could be a rotator cuff issue uh, in his in his future. Solly, fill me out, Mister Mickelson's uh, investment fund here. Who's gonna be paired with Bubba Watson? Well, again, you know the pairings could be fluctuating okay, on of a day to day basis. This is of all course. pencils. Just this point, is a fluid situation. Point that out, but you know a guy. That similar to Phil fancies himself a bit of an intellectual. Similar to Phil is straight hitting bombs. You know exactly where I'm going with this. He's I cannot eccentric. believe I I can't explain to you how much money I would pay to watch Bryson and Bubba pair together. And that's where I'm going. This is an entertainment product the other day, <laughs> and I want Bubba and Bryson to get paired together. And that's where I am. Bryson DeChambeau, welcome to the team. I'm going to add two assistant captains. Okay. <laughs> please, in the meantime, please. I'm going to add. Preet Bahara, the former the prosecutor, federal in New York. prosecutor yeah. for the Southern District of New York. Okay, just to, that's going to follow the Phil pairing around, or the <laughs> Phil the Phil pot around, and then I'm going to have I'm going to bring Bill Nye the Science Guy onto the squad too. He's deep in the climate change scene right now. I don't know if he's going to have time on his calendar. But random question I just thought of: Do you have to be of the nationality of one of the teams to be thinking, a captain? I had the same question. Listen, who could say? I don't think so. I think. Someone like uh, Preet, who's represented the, the DA of New York's Southern District, I believe. Southern District. You know, I'm sure he would put the Stars and Stripes above a silly golf contest. But if you've had separate conversations with him, uh, then then obviously I, yeah, I can't I, speak I, to that. I think he puts the law above, above any everything. sort of yeah, any gotcha. sort of affiliation. 
And same with same with Mr. Nye or Dr. Nye uh, or Bill, Mr. Nye, whatever. I don't know if he's an actual doctor. <laughs> he he puts the the he puts science above everything else. He, he did a uh, might need to be a perfect club. He did a uh, documentary that I, I saw a couple years ago that was a little it was a little it was a little off. I had had some thoughts on it. It was a little Bill Bill Nye might be kind of a thirst bucket, I think. But so I, let me just dive real quick back into your actual your actual selection. I picture, for whatever reason, immediately what comes to mind uh, on the Bubba-Bryson pairing is how weirdly natural the Bubba and Jeff Overton pairing seem to be. You know what I mean? Just a kind of a couple people who like are diametrically opposed in every possible way. And for whatever reason, Bubba kind of like was wide open to it and uh, totally rolled with uh, the whole weird situation. So is that was that was that one that was on your mind? Well, it was. It- it was kind of like taking my two problem children and making them sleep in the same room in bunk beds, right? Sure. It's like, you guys figure it out, okay? We're not... I, Webb Simpson has been through so much, okay? <laughs> I, was, not, I had already started typing in Webb Simpson. No, I just assumed that's where you're going. I will not put Webb in that position again. I think Webb needs to play his first first real Ryder Cup without having to babysit somebody. And uh, we're going to let let that happen. Very interesting. All right, Tron, let's, uh, let's go over to your squad. Uh, who's going to be backing up Mr. Poulter here? Uh, we're gonna go with the rib, Rory McIlroy. Again, needs no introduction. T four at the Genesis. Uh, you know, he won the HSBC. He won the HSBC. We do have some concerns. He 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 does not play. <laughs> also, great success at the 2010 uh, PGA Championship. Yeah, that's exactly right. I was gonna. I was trying to think if uh, if he had any real significant lakeside moments. Um, I know he won the match play at Harding Park. Uh, that's that's very lakeside. Um, maybe the fifteenth club can get on some of some of Rory's other great lakeside moments. Kiowa, Kiowa, as an ocean. That's a big, a big lake, lake. <laughs> big ass lake. Uh, but still, similar vibe. L- listen, I'll, I'll go out and say I think Rory's a great pick. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think I think he'll really bring a lot of good stuff to your team. Solly, please. In the final pod, this I'm is not going to lie. Pod? I'm not going to lie. Zinger's got his work cut out in this pod. Like I, I don't know how these, you know, these personalities all mesh. And this is where I would lean on him to say, you know what, we need to kind of move some things around. But a guy I want leading that pod, kind of being the spokesman and being the guy that people turn to, is Webb Simpson. Flesh that one out for he me. He is a certified dog. He has been through a lot when it comes to not just his Ryder Cup pairings, but the anchor band, and he's come out the other side as truly one of the best golfers in the world, so consistent, and the exact guy you don't want to go up against in match play because he's not going to let you in. He just doesn't let. He doesn't give you a way around him. He is one of the best iron players in the world, has been for a super long time. Our good friends over uh, the Sagarin rankings absolutely love him. Currently number one in the world Oof. in the Sagarin rankings. And I want him as a staple. I think at least three matches. I don't want to commit people to four matches, but I want him going at least three team matches. Uh, talk to me about, and listen, I know you don't want to disparage any of your your guys, but talk to me about the wholesale turnaround uh, that NLU has seemed to make on uh, on Webb Simpson because things were a lot bleaker, uh, I would say, back in the day. Saul is just trying to protect his cell phone bill. He doesn't have <laughs> unlimited text. <laughs> No, to be clear, Webb has texted his way onto this onto my team. But uh, well, you know, I, I, for a long, long, long time, I just couldn't look at that follow through and think that he was an actual good ball striker. I couldn't. I just thought he faked it around, and that's on me. Look, that's on me. Obviously, one of the uh, elite players and elite ball strikers. He doesn't hit it far, far. I don't think he quite hits it as short as we've pointed out in the past. Um, but he, that's a guy that's going to give himself a ton of look at, looks at birdies. 
the putting thing, he's completely clear now with his arm lock putting, and he hits putts with such conviction. And taking down Justin Rose at the 2018 Ryder Cup when Rose was number one player in the world, uh, maybe number two player in the world, that meant a lot to me. That guy can lead. The, I remember being on that 16th green or whatever that par three was uh, and watching him close that match out and being like, that's a guy I want on my team. Do you remember him shanking it on 11 at Augusta? That was yeah, sick. and 16 at Augusta and number eight at Medina. Yeah, I do. But as somebody that also lives close <laughs> to the hosel, we have a lot in common. Any concerns that, you know, obviously you and uh, this has not been widely reported in the media, but you and his caddy, Paul Tesori, have had a bit of a, a running uh, kind of rift or a running kind of rivalry going in the in the Florida State Golf Association Winter Series events. Um, will you guys be okay being in the same team room? Of course we will, you know. How can you not say this, you know, look at this pairing and not think how great it would be to have, you know, a caddy who is a great player sure. in his own yeah, right of course. on the bag for Webb Simpson. It's impossible to say how much how much value that is. All right. Excellent. Tron, uh, you know, we've got the rib on the team. We've got Fleetwood on the team. I got to think you're looking maybe somewhere uh, John Rahm, uh, someone like that. What, what, what's on your mind? Before we do that, I'm going to add the big jungle bird <laughs> as an ass <ASCAP. laughs> I'm gonna have him follow around whatever. This is the guy that Group Web is in. Yeah, that of course interrupted the, the yeah. ceremonies at the 2013 US Open. Yeah, 12. He's, he's got he's got unfinished business with uh, Web. He got out of the jail cell. He's enjoy back. The, enjoy the jail cell, pal. So Web should apologize for that. That was classless. Coming soon, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we you know we're gonna go with Rom here. Yeah, I, listen, I think it's a no brainer. Um, yeah. So so really, our last you know our last. Five picks, really six picks. Hovland, Rose, Fleetwood, Poulter, the Rib, and Rom. Starting to really get into the, the meat of the order here. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can you can say all you want about my squad. And then I got some young, young bucks backloaded ready dogs. to roll up up front. <laughs> Forty nations ready to roll. Listen, what can what more can you say about John Rom? Certified killer. Number two player in the world. Needs no introduction. Needs no introduction. Solly. Who's uh, who's gonna be joining Mr. Simpson in the the Azinger pod? This is where things get a little weird. Honestly, DJ and Brooks going together would help things so much. And I, I end up thinking DJ's got to go somewhere. He seems as the most adaptable to kind of playing with, almost playing with with whoever. I, I know I just said he doesn't play well with Brooks, but I think he's willing to try almost almost anything. So I'm putting him in this pod, uh, not pairing him up necessarily with Webb, but maybe potentially with our next guy. Okay. Um, needs no introduction. I, mean, we don't I know, and and this is the part of the of the press conference here where we're going to hear. I, I'd love for each of you to say something nice about someone else's player. And so, Tron, I know you consider Dustin to be the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just a word on on why he inspires you so much. He's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> Thank you. Not at all. To get ahead of your next question, which I'm sure was at the, at the top of your list, we're not at all concerned about any bad memories at Whistling Straits for uh, for Mr. Johnson. Well, I, uh, I would like to acknowledge that. Or just just to ask, really, uh, how will we be treating the Sandy areas? Yeah, that's a great, great question. I don't want to give too much of it away, but there's a chance we may have one of the T's in one of them at the spot, at on DJ 18. spot on 18, one of the days. So there will so. be no hospitality tent there. There'll be no. I, I think they covered it up. Uh, oh, the, the bunkers next time kind of went there, right? Sh- take change shape out there I allegedly. See. So there kind is no living, there is no DJ bunker anymore. But uh, we will have a plaque there and might have a T there one of the days. Very cool. Um, Who says tees have to be on grass? That's no a great, a great I point. I mean, the fact that you'd put a tee in one of the spots that would kind of haunt one of your team members just shows shows your leadership. He's right got there. experience. He had a great shot out of there. He People did forget a great that. Shot. 
Tron, your, your next pick, please. Yeah. Uh, God, we're down to the last three here. You know, I'm just going to, I want to let some of these guys down easy. I don't want to have to have them, you know, worried about where or if they're going to get picked at all. I'm just going to tell them you're not getting picked. Sergio, you're not getting picked. Matthew Fitzpatrick, you're not getting picked. You've gotten dusted in previous Ryder Cups. I like you a lot. Rafa Cabrera Bale, you're not getting picked. Stenson, you're not getting picked. Paul Casey, you're not getting picked. Matt Wallace, you're not getting picked. I Mike, thought, I Mike thought, Wallace. Yeah, sorry, Mike Wallace. I thought he was a dog. Wanted him to be a dog. He's not. He got spooked, you know, after You guys our, had some, some contentious kid. Twitter beat DMs going on. I didn't realize he went to Jacksonville State University in Alabama. Really? For a year. Yeah. Um, Did those DMs keep him off your team? Or are, are you purely trusting the 15th club and, and going on data, or are there some personal vendettas on your team? Uh, both. Both. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's just not a, not a great pressure player. Looked hard at Tom Lewis. Not on the team, though. Mike Lorenzo Vera. Great hair. Not on the team. <laughs> Danny Willett. Not on the team. Uncle Yost. The greatest ability is availability. He's been hurt a lot lately. Not on the team. Alex Noren looked hard at him trying to spook Solly. Not on the team. Hmm. Lucas Beergard looked hard hmm. at him. Guido Migliozzi. Yeah. Not on the team. So let's talk. I want to talk about who. <laughs> that out of the way. Who is on the team? Stop asking me about who's not on the team, DJ. I'm focused on who's on my team. We're gonna go with Molinari. Oh, uh, really? Wow. We're gonna we're gonna nurse his ass back to health. He's got some really really good. Uh, he's come out firing the last couple of times the PGA has been there. Had a couple, couple really good first round showings there. We're gonna nurse him back to health. We're gonna we're gonna pair him up with Tommy and get those vibes going again. And and uh, you know I know Solly thinks he's he's gonna set the course up accordingly, but I think regardless of where he puts the tees, I'm you know I'm confident in Molinari's iron play and putting to bring it home for well, us. Well, in the spirit of this round, Solly, tell us uh, you know. Something positive about Molinari here. Uh, he has won five matches in his Ryder Cup career. Yeah. All of them at the most recent Ryder Cup. Uh, and he won zero of his previous six. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. So, Again, All right. We're going to nurse this ass back to health. What, what's your process of doing that? Is it uh, herd immunity? Is that, is that the <laughs> strategy here? No, I, just, I don't know. I mean, we're just we're 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 taking a flyer. It could be an Adam Scott uh, Presidents Cup situation. Yeah, you know, Greg Norman picking him to give him some confidence. I also looked back. at getting you know doing some British Commonwealth research here, seeing if we could possibly annex Australia. Yeah, sure. Which well. I thought about that. Now that you bring it up, I didn't want to bring it up. Should we be discussing whether or not? Britain is part of Europe. Whoa. Wow. I feel like let's operate well, under no, the assumption that Britain it is. and Europe based on the bylaws that you all... I, that you, I think it is Great Britain yeah, and Europe yeah. is, is no, the way it's it's Europe, it's, uh, I see Europe up Team on Europe. I think Europe. All right. Let's, let's pick apart the captain's agreement after this, okay. but for the purposes of this press conference, let's operate under the fact that Great Britain is part of... Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just getting word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting word. Francesco Molinari has opted out. Oh, he's off the team now. He has opted out. He said, <laughs> "He said, Mr. TC, Captain TC. I should have mentioned I was 0-6 to start. That's yeah. my fault. Sorry. He's got some halves in there, but okay. has not won any of them. He, uh, he so just, he's off the team now? According to him. <laughs> he thinks he's better served as an assistant captain. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, well, who would be taking his place then? Thomas Peters. Wow. 
Someone who obviously has some, I, some good I'm getting, vibes. I'm getting word now that Tron just forgot about Thomas Peters and is now <laughs> figuring out a way to... <laughs> All right. Well, a guy that, that has some some good vibes. Needs no introduction. Needs no introduction. Went to college in one state down in... in uh, exactly. In uh, Illinois. Very comfortable plan in this part of the country. Bomber. I'm going to pair him and, and uh, Hatton up, and they're going to just absolutely go to murder people. All right, Solly, uh, over to you for... Pick number ten, I believe. All right. Uh, now this is this is number eleven. This is pick uh, number eleven. Yeah, we have two two guys left here. You know, I really was trying to avoid doing it. I wanted to go the other way. I didn't. I I felt like what he's done to recent teams has been too much of a distraction. I considered bringing his wife in as the as steering into it and just bringing her in as an assistant captain. I couldn't ignore his play on the field. It's just it's just too good. He is the 12th ranked player in the world, according to the Sagarin rankings, of course. Um, Top five in your heart. He's way up there in strokes gain on the PGA Tour. And, uh, of course, yes, he is top five in your heart. Uh, I'm going I'm going to take uh, Captain America, Patrick Reed. <sighs> Solly, this is a tough look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Uh, we have, just to set the stage, we're going to, we're coming out of uh, the world just being completely in shambles. We're, we're hoping... For a new world that's completely unified, we're going to a course with nothing but questionable bunker situations. That's exactly what I'm so glad you mentioned this. And that uh, you know TC's question was whether or not we're playing them as waste bunkers. Not we are, of course, playing them as waste bunkers. <laughs> and no one is better out of a waste bunker than Patrick Reed. Do whatever you wanted there, yes. man. Uh, but my strategy here is I- I'm throwing the kitchen sink at Mr. TC here. I'm going. I'm I am forming a great great group of 12 players uh that can play on a lot of different style of golf course but especially can play on this one if we were going to france would my team look a lot differently a lot differently yes it would but i'm not going to get caught up in trying to formulate the you know the golf course the players the team to the golf course i'm going to manipulate the golf course to match the team tron the, the team europe response to seeing patrick reed uh, lining up on the other side of the field there well, I think we 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 saw this coming. That's why Justine is is one of our assistant captains. We're trying to to um, you know totally divide that household. Sure, she, uh, she won't be allowed near our team or anything like that. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tron, pick number eleven. Yeah, um, the read pick stinks. That's disgusting. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see you leave him off. Well, it's some entertainment. Come on, yeah. he's an entertainer. I, I've been I've been on the fence on which team I'm going to root for here. That's a tough one to overcome as a, as an American fan. That's it's, it's going to be tough on home soil. It's going to be a different scenario. I, I kind of want to see him and DJ together. I think that'd be interesting. That would be interesting. All right, we got two two left here. Huh? Correct. I'm going to go with Shane Lowry. Ooh, needs no introduction. <laughs> the reigning champion golfer of the year, maybe of the of the two potentially years. could be yeah. for two years. Yeah. Great team room guy. No concerns at all with, with with Shane. Admittedly, he had not even crossed my mind in this exercise, which is crazy since he literally won the last major. Yeah, very interesting. I like that pick. So we round it out here. What do you think? Let's do it. You know, I, 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 I'm I going to put a put the, the bullet in a, a few guys' heads here before I make the last pick. Phil Mickelson will not be part of the team. Um, I think he's fine with that. I've talked it over with him. He's fine with that. I wanted to. I wanted to so badly. I see your, your the eagerness in DJ's face. He wants me to take him. I won't be taking Jordan Spieth. I can't can't make that. I have too many good, talented players right now. If I felt like we were in an underdog situation and we needed to mix things up, I would do it. I would take a swing. But 
Uh, we're in the captain's seat here. I, I truly believe that. Gary Woodland, you won the U.S. Open, uh, you know, last year. I'm sorry, you just you're not going to be on my team. I, I, you're close. I just don't. I think we filled the role of bomber quite well um, with the other guys. Honestly, maybe the closest call, Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar, an absolute match play dog. Again, the kind of guy you hate going up against. He's so consistent. Not going to be on the team. Kevin Kisner, of course, always gets thrown around for these team events. He won't be on the team. JB Holmes, again, we kind of think we're good on the Bombers. I think we're okay. How closely do you guys follow the uh, the Wyndham Championship results? Very, very closely. Very closely. Ricky Fowler, not going to be on the team. It's I just I don't need you. That, that just shows the depth of what we're working with here. But quietly, somebody that's played some of the best golf in the world, it takes a long time to get all the way up in the official world golf rankings, especially when you're an especially young player just playing in your first few you know, professional events. Uh, but a guy the Sagarin rankings absolutely love, and he's just your ball, your favorite ball striker's favorite ball striker, Colin Morikawa. Love it. I was I was trying to lobby for a Ches Revy pick there, but um, very interesting. That's that's uh, I would say your riskiest pick. Is that is that fair to say? I think it's the only you know yes the only one that is any kind of reach. I don't think it is a reach, kind of based on what I just said. People don't realize yet how good that he is. Of course, I consider Matt Wolf. I just kind of want somebody that I think I can rely, rely on a little more. Matt Wolf's good is really, really good. Uh, but Morikawa, the, the you know the what really impressed me was his appearance on the No Lang Up podcast. I don't sure. know if you've heard it yet, but the confidence he he kind of talks about in that. I don't even want to say it borders on arrogance because it's not, but it's just like so reassuring. He's so sure of himself, and I don't think there's a situation for him that's too big. I want him on this team. I think he's going to be on a lot of them, and I'm, I'm, it's a great, great team for him to break in at. Home soil, a lot of veterans. Let's go, Colin. You want him on that wall, you need him on that wall. He is going to be on that wall. Tron, please, finish it off here. God, um, you know what? This is coming down to the wire. Molinar is back on the team. Yeah, I looked at... Um, I looked at you know, Chris Ventura as a total wild card, and then I realized like he he either wins or MCs. Um sick. So, so we didn't want that. God, we're looking hard at Bernhard Longer. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's quite has the distance. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna leave him on the shelf. So it you know it comes down to two guys that I I feel really confident in both of them. Got to figure out which one, and it's between Victor Perez, 40th in the world, obviously needs obviously. no introduction, and Victor Dubuisson. Oof. And, you know, Perez, um, for those of you, you know, ignorant Americans that don't, that aren't very familiar with him. Um, I literally had lunch with him like three weeks ago. Don't look at me like that. Really? Did you? Yeah. Or dinner, actually. Really? Yeah. Victor Perez? Yeah. At Chipotle. I ran into him there and his agent's like, hey, you want to, you want to come have dinner with us? I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Won the 2019 Dunhill Links Championship. Huge Chipotle guy. Um, <laughs> fourth at the WGC HSB Champions, which we don't have to say, you know, very of similar course. course here. T2 at the Turkish Airlines Open in that playoff. Right. But how did he play in Saudi? Yeah, it leaves a little bit to be desired. T38 this year and then last year at Saudi T13. So, so, you know, decent. Kind of a mixed bag. Not great, yeah. He's also won the Fauchon Open, which... Similar, has come up a number of times. Yeah, exactly, which is cool. And then the trophy Hassan too, he missed the cut. So, I okay. hate, hate seeing that, but very, very good good young player in his own right. I believe he's 20, 27 years old. On the flip side, we're looking at Dubuisson. Dubuisson is... Uh, is he busy? Or is it, yeah, I don't really <laughs> know what's going on with, with uh, Victor. We've reached out to him. We, we've not heard back. <laughs> 
Um, he kind of said he could, quote, take it or leave it. He hasn't played in the Ryder Cup in like six years. Uh, he hasn't really played in much in the last six years. Uh, so we're going to go with Victor Perez. Okay. That's a good pick. Quite a, a quite a build up there. I, I, I like it. Um, all right. So those are those are our 24 players. Um, congratulations to each of you on, on a great team. I'd, I'd now kind of in the inverse of what we did earlier. I'd, I'd love for you to critique the other the other team's worst player if you, if you could. Oh, man. There's so many options to choose from here. Uh, Bob McIntyre. That was, a, you know, an interesting way to go. Leaving Stenson and Paul Casey on the shelf. Listen, I'm going off, you know, past results don't necessarily dictate future i don't disagree with that um just doesn't really have any past results that really impressed me so he dusted uh scam champs ass <laughs> he beat cam champs ass uh, walker cup I, I do feel for my my opponent tronny is just not the same depth of, of players to choose from so there was a good chance that somebody like bob mcintyre was going to be on the team so you know i'm really not in the uh in the spirit of this competition want to disparage another uh team member and another <laughs> All right, let's go to Trog. Go ahead. Well, I think it's interesting. Solly Solly said said the same thing about the European team before the 2018 Ryder Cup. Said the same thing about the European team before many other Ryder Cups. 2016, how'd that work? Yeah, I mean, I I love my young guns. We're building for the future a little bit, but also relying upon – we've got some veteran leadership on the team. Now, as far as Solly's team, yeah, I mean, you got Bubba up there. You know, I'm going to have Bill Nye the Science Guy following following that pod around. Going to spook Bubba a little bit. I think, and then uh, yeah, I think I'm going to rely on my assistant captains to really get in these guys' heads. Wow, that's a level of game gamesmanship I wasn't willing to go to. <laughs> but if my opponent uh, will will be coughing in backswings, then uh, perhaps we'll explore a little bit more on the, the course setup front. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not sure the cat pod gets through the first day without an injury. There, um, you know, it's going to be cold. It's going to be it's going to be windy. Some bad backs in that pod. Yeah, not worried. You know, we you got Brooks and Bryson and Bubba in one pod with Phil. Like that's a that's. I feel a, like I've mentioned that the pod situation is very fluid. <laughs> <laughs> These are um, impenetrable. You know, and then and then you've got Webb and DJ. I, I don't know how they square their their worldviews. There are some competing worldviews. I, I have noticed. I don't know that Bubba's a huge science guy. I, I could be wrong on that. That's that's conjecture. Maybe, on I don't, my point. I don't, maybe I don't plan to put them out in foursomes. Or ball. Okay. Let them play their own ball. Sure, just don't talk to each other. Bryson, I said this in 2018. If there's any player in the history of the world that needs to just be playing his own golf ball, <laughs> it's Bryson. I'm not putting him out in foursomes. All right, well, gentlemen, this was uh, enlightening, invigorating, um, hopefully entertaining. And uh, any closing remarks? I look forward to the competition. I feel um, somehow even better about it than I did uh, a week ago. would like to congratulate my opponent on this baller-ass spread of cheeses <laughs> I've never even seen before. But yeah, I look forward to it. Thank you so much for a very fair moderation. Do, do we think, closing question, do we think the Ryder Cup goes off without a hitch on September 25th? Ask uh, ask your boy Corrigan. <laughs> he seems yeah. to think it's already been JC. postponed. No, I, th- I think it does. I think it does. I think uh, they've printed up too much merch for it not to go off in 2020. Ryder Cup 2020. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's different than like the 149th Open. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, as Big Rainy says, uh, you know, we don't know, but it'll be fun to... Find out what happens. We'll see. Thank you very much for tuning in to this, uh, this draft. And uh, a shake, I believe a, a shake of hands oh. here. Well, we're not going to shake officially, yeah, yeah. but an air shake of hands on this uh, a tremendous competition. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? 
That is better than most. Better than most.